Hello and welcome to a flashback edition of the Illuminati Philosophy Podcast. This episode is a podcast I recorded with JD and Micah two years into comedy. And I predicted a lot of stuff that's going on now, like shadow bands and narcissist alcoholic syndrome in business and comedy and pretty much how everybody's kind of like uh, brainwashed into systems and dudes like me who figure out systems who say fuck systems or always got to be self-made dudes like Cat Williams or Joey Diaz, like those types of comics. I pretty much predicted everything that happened. And then, like, the predictions, I don't know, I don't want to go too far into it, but I was spitting some heat on this episode. I was high as fuck, and just coming off of uh second year after that trip that got me into comedy, this episode is going to be like a mix of or precursor to the Which Way Is Up show I got on this Wednesday at 9.30 at the pit. Tickets eight bucks. Nobody's going to show up again like last time. Only seven people showed up or whatever. So I had a fun time watching. What did we watch? I mean, we watched uh, Willie Dynamite last time. But yeah, this is this episode pretty much explains why I'm shadow banned from Good Nights. It pretty much vindicates everything I said. I was like, people who take themselves too seriously or their titles and entitlement issues that they have and try to talk shit behind people's back and not to their face. I don't like the fake shit. Like, I didn't get into comedy to smile and tell a bunch of people I don't think is funny that they're funny just so I can get on their fucking shows for $5 or whatever. And... Like I'm still climbing and doing what I do. I got two rooms now, so I'm happy. One in Greensboro, one in other places. Or Graham. So as long as I'm making people laugh and I'm writing my own shit, I don't give a fuck about what anybody else has to think about me. But still it's all love though, because I don't take anything that seriously. But just because I don't speak to you don't mean I don't like you. Like most people, I've been slowing, or not I mean, being less outgoing, because that's never been my true nature. I've never been an outgoing guy. I usually just stand around and wait for people to come up to me or not. Sometimes I have to do certain things to put on a mask and make it so that people who are super insecure and can't take my truth to not even approach me because I don't want it to get misinterpreted like they're going to do anyway. Like most people hear things I say, take them out of context and try to use those and define who I am. But I'm like undefinable. I try to stay multifaceted like a diamond in the rough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, click on, or you should follow the open micers podcast. If you haven't already from one of the longest running local comedian produced independent podcast out here i kind of got not really separated but uh out of touch with jd but that's what happens in comedy we all gotta focus on our own shit like i said something in the podcast about starting a squad you really don't need a squad because usually squads always like they gotta everybody really has to hate each other from the work if you think of any 
band like Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, those guys hated each other. But when they got together and made great music, that's the best art. And it's timeless and it pretty much immortal because people are going to be listening to fucking Welcome to the Jungle when there's no jungle left and the fucking whole world's on fire. But who cares? So I want to do my jokes. I don't want people to know exactly what I said. I just want to know it's funny and be entertained and think differently about life. As long as I affect like five people in the audience, I don't care. I don't go for the whole room. I go for the woke quotes. That word got fucking hijacked. Like when that podcast came out, woke was cool. Now it's some fucking feminist bullshit, liberal fucking white people shit. It's true gods don't get offended. So if you think that your title in comedy makes you immune to criticism, well, we're probably not going to be friends. So take that as you will. Like, share, and subscribe. I got some new projects coming out in the next couple of months, so stay tuned. Try to get a little bit more serious with this podcast, but it all depends on if Tom York's leg is feeling good, because... <laughs> That's where the actual studio is, This the non-mobile version of the podcast. So yeah, enjoy me at year two of comedy. Now I'm on year five and a half, six. Uh, I've grown a lot, still the same guy, doing better versions of what I used to do. Still not giving a fuck about anybody who thinks I should give a fuck because I know I'm way on a different whole plane of existence in comedy than most people. So this all comes from that five percenter alternative Islam, like spirit that I researched and got into when I was a kid. So keep it real as always and enjoy. Here we are, episode 14. Uh, I'm Micah Hanner. I'm J.D. Etheridge. I'm Philip Ward. And uh, we're the open micers. Everybody's going to think that's how you talk. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> Phil came out the gate with a fire, man. I can't, I can't control it. Like, that's how my life is. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, yeah, we got a buddy, Phil. We've talked on him, about him on past podcasts. Just... I mean, all right, let's give a little preface to who who we think Phil is. Phil is the truth. Like, that's the Phil easiest the way. I describe Phil, I don't, I don't even think you know this, Phil. I describe you to other people as literally the most original person I've ever met. Like, there's no way you've ever been duplicated in any other universe. Like, I believe that there's multiple universes, but not for you. This is the only universe that you Phil exist. doesn't even Joaquin do jokes Phoenix. twice, man. That's my, <laughs> my homeboy, you know what Joaquin I'm saying? Phoenix, you're yeah. yeah. Let it um, hang for like 30 seconds. Okay. Um, but yeah, Philip Warren, uh, the man, the truth, the man. Stand so stand straight, the best vapor. <laughs> it's um, all technology, but yeah. 
What was I going to say? Uh, Open Mike King. He'll give you the hottest five oh, on yeah. such a small shark, subject. Shark History Month? Yeah, a couple weeks ago we had like Shark Shark Week, and he just came to the box for like the hardest, the hottest five of shark jokes I've ever heard in my life. So, yeah. good buddy of ours. So, Phil, how long have you uh, How long have you been uh, doing stand-up? Secondly, my second year for actual standing up and doing stand-up. Phil's, comedy. if we look at it timeline-wise, Phil's the closest person to me. From starting, because I think that we've had on so far. Yeah, like okay, because a lot of people it started with like you know the same. Mm-hmm. I guess you know Jay and Zach and Ronaldo. They all like hang out together. Phil's the only person started around the same time I did, and he just came out of nowhere. Yeah, with like uh, Naked Ninja. Remember yeah, that? Uh, the first one. It was yeah, like a Naked Ninja joke. Then we had uh, Rodney Christ was the first joke. Okay, and uh, we had uh, some other bullshit. Why'd you? Uh, <laughs> why'd you say? Off, what? Two years standing up. What were you? Uh, what did you mean before? Like, had you been doing like comedy in another form or fashion before the two? Yeah, years like I started? tried the whole internet comedy about like being one of those dudes who makes videos and shit. But then once you leave college, all your friends lose all interest in like doing shit because like, I, 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 I'm about to do my friend's impression. I can't reveal who he is. But we all <laughs> oh, lose. your impression's so good. You'd be yeah, like, it Fuck. is. He sounds super Jewish, but he's, he's like he's technically not. But he does have a slightly Jewish last name. He put like Lindbergh. It's not. That's not how it works. <laughs> Nothing close to that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we have to edit this. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we do great editing. Yeah. Show. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, Phil's true man. The question. <laughs> how long you doing comedy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were doing a little bit of comedy stuff before you. Tried oh yeah, we did videos, up. like weird videos. Like what kind of? Talk to me a little bit more about that. Like what we're, kind of videos? The first one I did it was some video where he went in the bathroom and the bathroom was like fake haunted, like M Night Shyamalan type twist. <laughs> but it was really just he walked into a women's bathroom. That was a twist. But he just looked over and some like a tranny taking the shit because he just sees some like red shoes with hairy legs. Was just, he was playing both characters. Okay. He was like taking a huge shit and he was like shaking his feet. And then while he was taking a piss, he was like freaking out. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I made it like way too like black and white, over dramatic and like weird, harsh light and like the Godfather. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what got you into? I'm trying to go. I, I always try to go to like the beginnings of people's like yeah, things. Beginnings. I always wanted to do it. Like I remember I was in high school, I used to write down jokes and shit. But they all sucked. Cause I went back and tried to do some of the high school material and it didn't work that great. Well, I mean, me and JD can attest, your handwriting is insane. Yeah, dude. Like, I've like, literally, I've seen, all right, I've seen Phil at shows, like, before he gets on our open mic, not looking at a notebook, completely scribbling in it. And I'm like, hey, man, do you know what that says? And you're like, oh, I'm not even looking at it. I'm like, so what are you writing down for? And he's like, oh, I need to know what joke I'm going to tell. I'm like, what is it? What are you, <laughs> I what language? I got physical act of making other paper to go. Phil's that. writing is most akin to, like, hieroglyphics. Yeah. I write as fast as I can think. So and don't don't you write like you write right to left, don't you? Yeah, I start out on that page <laughs> and I make that other page blank so I can box it up. Like I start out with like joke part one, you got two, then you go to three, so you can just read it off the paper. You don't have to flip over and do weird shit mm. while you're doing the joke. And you got part four, and then you can switch it up depending on how you want to switch the joke up. So you can start off with two in case you might think that, that part of the joke might make it better and funnier. And then okay. you can switch it around so it helps you out. You're doing multiple sets in different places so you can always know you keep yourself fresh. Cause I like jazz comedy. I don't like to doing the same like stupid like set up punchline, three tags, move on to the next joke. And like yeah. a lot of people will get stuck in that same pattern. And you start recognizing it. And then that's what I call standard white guy comedy. Standard <laughs> white guy comedy. Yeah, or how man. everyone else thinks comedy is. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's easy. People get too stuck in what's easy. And that's what I don't like to do. I try to <laughs> do weird shit. 
Do you think that yeah. do you think that translates to other things in your life? Like yeah. that's not just comedy related. You just yeah, I do that anyway. I was a kid. I figured out that I could make myself write with both hands, and I had like multiple handwriting styles depending on if I wanted to fuck with teachers. I used to write for like two years straight. I wrote in all caps. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote big cap and little cap. So it was just like big ass cap and little funny. capitals. That's big ass cap and little cap. <laughs> so like the only, only difference was the size. That's yeah. funny though that you even say all caps because you're writing. You're not even typing. Uh, <laughs> that came out with that before we even had a fucking computer. I was doing this shit like in the fifth grade. You're like, yeah, I'm yelling, but not really. Yeah. I saw a documentary. No, it was easier because the teachers couldn't read my write for like the first three years of school. Like first through third grade, like I can't fucking do shit because <laughs> I like kindergarten it was standard. You basically write in little blocks, so you mm-hmm. had to write your shit slow. I was like, whatever. As soon as I got out of that grade, I was fucking going ham on paper, bro. Yeah. I've taught myself how to write with both hands, right and left, at like 12. I saw a documentary. Why, though? But why? Because I'm saying you got to have different skills. You need to have different skills. I found skills. out okay. you can fuck with your brain. Like, it was a blind kid. I saw this documentary on, like, CBS, like, Saturday, Sunday News or whatever. But... Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I was he like, learned how to echolocate. <laughs> he taught himself how to fucking see shit by making these weird click sounds, like, and then whatever. He can like fucking. Are you talking about the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck? No, no, fucking. It's <laughs> a black kid with dreadlocks, <laughs> and he was <laughs> and he was like riding his bike, and they were like, "This boy can see." And so he said, "I can't really see. I just fucking." He can remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> In a new fucking place all the time. And he's just like, I got this fucking building, bro. I can get in and out of this place. <laughs> he's not blind. He's just annoying to stand next to him. Nah, he's been, supposedly <laughs> he was blind his whole life. And he just, somehow he figured it out. He read, like, somebody told him some shit about bats. He's like, oh, I can feel stuff. So I was like, these might be people that's like the next level <laughs> I have of feelings. consciousness. Like alphas. Yeah, fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when you're limited, I guess. I mean, they say, they say the other senses get heightened, but... That's why I love people in the A eye. doctor's never told me that. You ever think about that? <laughs> like, oh, they say this and be like, but I've only talked to a doctor like four times and no doctor's ever said anything yeah. like the stuff I think's true. There's always like videos of like blind dudes fucking people up with like hand-to-hand combat skills, but it's never... You're yeah. like blind wrestlers you know in high school. That's like, it was a rule. They, all they had to do, you had to keep one hand on them at all times so they know where you were. But they allowed it. Like I remember once it's like a blind match and then like, the dude had to keep touching them. And like, oh, word. yeah, like at least one thing on him. So he couldn't just like run away from like, oh, trying to do the echolocation shit in the middle of this fucking match. And we're in the fucking crowd blowing shit up. <laughs> she was like, like cheating against the blind kid that's trying to wrestle in high school. It was like, it was like you fucking at the Rudy movie. You were trying to make Rudy too. <laughs> the blind edition. Yeah, blind fury. Rudy blind. too. <laughs> Write that shit down. We're going to do a video about it. All right. Rudy too. Rudy too. Urban. 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 We get Carlos Perry to be a blind kid. (laughs) That dude is blind. Yeah, I'm blind. Well, I'm around him. That's cool. Because he knows I'm just joking. See what I'm saying? I actually got a slight respect for him. He got that Dave Stone dude booked at Blind Tiger that day and actually sold tickets. I was like, oh, Carlos. Little management, even though you got no personality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I say that shit publicly on my phone on Facebook, so I don't give a fuck. If Good, nah, yeah. yeah. That's why we want so to cool. feel it. You keep it yeah, real. Feel, 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 you, that's how, yeah, I like living in myself. That's it's like, like a, it's like 101%, like at all times. I'm trying to be like a human robot. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, downloading <laughs> programs. Like, I downloaded the ability to write with my right hand and do all this different stuff. Oh, so you're left-handed. Like, yeah, I see all that shit. Like, people learn how to do stuff. It's like ways that put yourself in a human. Like I the think first, everybody should try to strive to be that next level piece person or 
Okay. Like that uh, like that first Matrix movie when it's like, all right, we're going to download Kung Fu and just go through the yeah, yeah. process. It's kind of like that. All right. I feel like I, I feel do that, that all the time. Because like, as soon as I start lifting weights, like, I learned how to do for, like, all that um, like, kettlebell shit. That's all from just watching videos of here and not actually talking to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I lost like 50 pounds or whatever. That's what the mushrooms told me. Remember that time we did mushrooms yeah. on New Year's? I was fucking... It's saying lose weight, keep doing comedy, and try to take it a little bit more seriously. That's all the lessons I got from it. Okay. Learn terrible doing, lessons. Listen, I mean, yeah, that's, I that's straight. I haven't listened to that much, but I have been slightly listening to the most of the mushroom advice. Fair. I mean, yeah. you can't, I mean. Wait, do, do, why, why did it, do you, do you ever wonder why the mushroom said take it more seriously? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that something you've been thinking about beforehand, or it just kind of popped out of nowhere? Uh, yeah, because I said something like my old stupid theory, like you know how a lot of people around here do too, about what's that word called again? Oh, yeah, they think people are gonna give them shit, they're waiting for validation from the industry sources. Like, everybody thinks the only way you're gonna be considered a real comedian is if like TV and shit comes after you, but they've never really come after you unless you already put shit out. And making yourself like yeah noticed yeah they think oh yeah. I need to get this guy because I don't know about this guy yeah. yet or we need to like... capitalize and make money off this guy because he's black and he's young and we need to do pour some money to him because you know that's what's in right now yeah I'm saying I feel sorry for white white guys who don't do shit on the internet I was like you fucking dead bro dead <laughs> to, the, to the fucking life but I mean it ain't about industry like I don't want people to think that's the only way I want people to always maintain like their own creative center and all their little choices. And yeah. don't get fucked over like other people that we know. I yeah. can't say it. I know a specific person. I had. I saw this shit unfold in front of my eyes. It was fucking hilarious. See, but you've always been so perceptive of like such strange, like such strange qualities of other yeah. like topics or people in yeah. general. Yeah, that's what like. I took psychology classes. Like, I can feel like I can. People that aren't like on my level, like thinking. The career is following the patterns, and then pretty much if you learn those patterns about people, you can figure like reverse engineer their life, and you can pretty much figure out shit about them. Yeah. And then by us like sitting around listening, because I don't really talk to people. Yeah. I figure out shit like, oh yeah, that's true, because that person does have that kind of relationship with their father and mother or whatever. Yeah. So like you can fucking figure everybody out. You can predict how you're gonna act in future <laughs> situations based on how other people with those same fucking patterns have done shit. Yeah, and see, and what you're talking about has nothing to do with comedy, and well, I bring that up. Yeah, I bring that up. Business of comedy. Yeah, well, I bring that up because I mean, you feel pretty strongly about it, and you've obviously noticed a lot of things. If you weren't doing comedy, what what do you think you'd be doing? Like, I feel like you could apply this to any other like. Not the same thing. Like, this is like that's how you sort of look at life. Like, even if you were a fucking baker, you had to be the best fucking baker you want to be. You don't want, like, some asshole coming and tell you you gotta use fake-ass sugar. He's like, what, man? He's like, I'll fucking get that shit raw. I'll grind that shit up, bro. He's like, it's my life. You can't fucking force me to put that bullshit in my cake. But, like, people around here, if they're gonna wait for, like, that asshole to get a TV show, yeah. the way he responded, they, like, at, he was, like, attacked to get an argument in for us because we were trying to tell him to just do comedy more. Cause he did it twice before. He was thinking he was a goddamn celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, he's a diva for no reason. I say that's what happens because they're like, I they get too fucking into being like the end result of a comedian being like successful. Not putting shit. the work in. Not yeah, but not putting the work in. They want to get the easy way out. That's why they're trying to be, do something original out. too. Like you can put the work in, but if you're just doing what everyone else is doing, yeah, how are you going to stand out? They get fucking okie dipped. They get put as put in a mold and they get manipulated, and then they fucking come out of that with a false ego built from that. Yeah. And then they damage people, and I fucking can't stand to be around them. Yeah. <laughs> and I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> around uh-huh. here. <laughs> Um, 
I, I got a good question to try. I'm, I mean, I think this podcast is basically be like try to keep the reins on whatever the hell you're talking about. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm doing my yeah, best. We, yeah, we. But I got a good. This is a random conversation. That's what podcasts supposed to be. Like, yeah. you can go to an interview question. That's good for you guys to have because you yeah. guys have a structure. I gotta fuck with that structure because that's what the. Yeah, we, that's, well, I mean, that's why we invited you because we know you're gonna uh, be that anarchist type. Of, yeah, and uh, it, <laughs> structure or not, there are questions that I, I have always wanted to ask you, um, especially this one. So this personality trait that you have, you do recognize yeah, that it's not the same personality trait that most people have or same outlook. Yeah, I and I kind of asked if you weren't doing comedy, but did this well, outlook did, yeah. was this same outlook shit, was this outlook already already here before you got comedy yeah, like, or did I this did videos come, I was like doing it my way like editing shit I used to when my mom got my first camera it was like one of those shitty high eight like cameras you get from Walmart for 120 bucks yeah like, yeah VHS tape so I used to make videos with my fucking toys and get them all bloody and like pour <laughs> shit on a fucking toy story and it was great. And I was like, that's my artistic interior. Like, this is my style. I recognize that young. I got yeah. a certain aesthetic that I like. And then I get inspired by my own shit. And I mix my own shit. And then just make my own whatever. Like, I'll be still doing art shit. Like, I've been True. making my own pants. And, like, I'm just doing me. Like, I'll be just smoking weed. Fucking people. Have you been doing, <laughs> so have you been, like, doing you, though, since, like, like ever you can remember? Yeah, or was there something that happened like, in the life? First thing that ever you said you were depressed at one point back in, like, I, I a couple years ago. I my whole life. But, yeah. I guess we can get it at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're just learning about you, Phil. Well, yeah. When I was like three, or not three, when I was first in kindergarten, I remember like the third day of going in there, we were just like hanging out on the carpet or whatever, carpet square. But anyway, some kids, they were assholes. They were like, um, um somebody's like, don't sit beside that kid. He's wearing all red. He's the devil. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's <laughs> some weird bullshit. That's talking like, about you? No, they're talking about the other. It's some, some kid other kid. Chris. Yeah. He's a fucking pasty white kid. He's real tall for a little fucking kindergartner. <laughs> he's wearing his dad's sweatsuit. It's a school. I guess he thought he'd be cool. Yeah. And some kid just said, oh, he's wearing already the devil. I was like, this kid's a fucking retard. I need to get fucking far away from this kid. I don't know. Who, I think I remember who that kid was. Like some chick. Yeah. But I was friends with Chris from then on. I said, this motherfucker is cool. So I was like, he might be everybody devil. else is retarded. He's probably cool. And yeah. he was cool. Yeah. I don't know what else happened to him. I, he disappeared in the fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> so many people in my life just disappeared. Like their parents divorced probably. Like, bam. Gone. No more yeah. Chris. No more Chris is dead to me. <laughs> um, that was one of my first experiences with like retards. And like people yeah. who believe <laughs> shit like that because they get programmed by their parents. And they're like, they don't know why they believe the shit, but they just go along with it. I was like, I hate people to go along with shit. Yeah. Like, this is what I have to do. I'm like, no, fuck you, man. Have a constitution. Make decisions for yourself. <laughs> and then just go off with like, Jesus! And all that other, like, anything could be Jesus. Like, Well, if, so, if somebody if, if somebody did, let's say, go against the grain or like take themselves outside the box yeah. and, and uh, make their own decision, but they still went along with what their parents said or whatever, whatever society put in place, would you still say... Fuck you, or would you be like, oh, no, good for you. You made your own decision. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're making your own decision, but okay. I was like, what is I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I respect people that have their own decision, but a lot of people just, they can see. They conform, They yeah. don't know the, the things, like, they don't know that they're being manipulated. Yeah, well, They just the, take everything at face value. They go, like, linear, A to B. They just go, like. And honestly, I feel like it's easier to do stuff like that. To just, like, fall in the system and kind of do everything that's been laid out for you. For, to, to, yeah. to venture out on your own passion. Two-thirds of people are going to be that kind of asshole. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To venture out on your own, like, passion or something, I mean, that takes a certain type of person, and it's not by any means easy, no matter what your 
you know, you're passionate. I know because every day, like you're going through school, like, you always get like beat down. Like, everyone's like, why don't you do this shit? Like everybody, like, boom, boom. <laughs> like how everybody else is that yeah. voice. I was the only black kid in my class from third grade for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> except for like the girls and they're all like lesbians, but they were like hiding it. Because that's what I'm saying. Like their parents put some like Christianity bullshit in their head. Yeah. They were like trying to be straight their whole life. I, I can tell the bitch trying to wear pantsuits on bitch today. She's always like dating people have these weird relationship problems because she's too masculine because like she didn't understand that she's whatever. We both want to fucking chill and hang with the boys. <laughs> that clashes. He's like, who's playing basketball? Yeah. <laughs> Give me a jock. I need you to keep a quit place. <laughs> That's where he was like, the way they were. <laughs> all of them. They all got knocked up too in high school. They got pregnant because they wanted to be like, they were going out these stupid dudes. Like the black guys like, I'm going to be in the church. I'm going to be a preacher. I got slick S curl in my hair. I look like a motherfucking light skin. <laughs> it's fucking whatever. I don't know. But... That's the kind of guys that's like, oh, I got to do what my parents want me to do. They want to do it quick. They want to take the easy way out because they thought they did all that shit in high school. And it's like, ah, oh, automatic adulthood. Nobody got fucked up in fucking community college sleeping, <laughs> working two jobs, trying to feed three retards <laughs> with no dad. And because he's in jail, because he got guys selling weed in football games. <laughs> <laughs> Real life, bro. Real life. Like oh. Alright, that's that okay. real, real nigga okay. struggle. Go ahead, yeah. In a real abstract, like, stretch of a way, that's kind of why we're doing the podcast, though, because, like, I guess you, you can consider... You what makes my mind go, you yeah. Can, I mean, you can, you can consider this, if you think about it, an easy way out. I mean... Yeah. Certain people go the easy way. You know what I'm saying? You gotta write a joke down, you're like, oh, this sucks. And you gotta figure out a harder way to get... Or a better way to get to it, but not just say that, oh, since I shitted this shit out, it's supposed to be good. But you gotta go back through it and go fucking just chop it up. Because if you're not willing to chop it up, like I see a lot of people do the same set over and over and over and over and never change anything about how they do it. And they just say, oh, it worked one time, it doesn't work one time. It doesn't work one time, it doesn't work. And they get stuck in those little loops because they like always yeah. get stuck. They don't want to step outside themselves with yeah. the muscle yeah. power. This is something I wanted to bring up about Phil, too. Did you, you want to finish your question? Well, like, I mean, yeah, but I'm I'll pretty, like, just pretty much saying... Um, I'm still trying to get I, super hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is... Like, I'm going to listen to this episode... Probably eight times. Yeah, because rest of my life. Yeah, because I've never. I don't understand how Phil does what he does. Like sometimes, and Phil say saying sometimes the best strategy is to not yeah, follow the strategy. You know, like, what I'm sometimes you're like, oh, I could go this way, you know, like make it a song or dance. So I like, will try to do this from another angle to see if I can get myself out of this hole. I be doing it all the time. Right? I used to say like fucking people in New York pizza. I used to piss them off. Then by the time like I was in the middle like thirty seconds, I get one person laughing out of nowhere. The whole left. I'm like, oh yeah, I made y'all laugh about something y'all would hate to laugh about. Something a little lesbian in the back, she you can't help her. Yeah. <laughs> Some people want to be victims. They get taught in that yeah, mode. I do definitely notice that too. Parents get them like, oh, you're gonna best. You you don't have to do anything to be better. So then they get stuck in that mode. And it's people, everybody else's problem. Well, so they people, get fucked in their own. Like, people have group. this thing nowadays. Like if you're offended, fucking. Talk about it. Yeah. Let everyone know. Get mad about it. It's like okay, you need to be like, you know, it's just like can no one be like, you know what, fuck that, and then just continue doing whatever life they live. Yeah. You know what I mean, do you really have to like let everyone know that this ruins your day and mm-hmm. you can't stand yeah. for it? It's like that shit's like an, I don't know, man. That's why I, that's why it's rough going to bars sometimes, <laughs> unless you don't give a fuck. But yeah. I mean, it's a pity party. Everybody wants somebody to feel sorry for, and that's that's stupid. Like that's how I figured out that I like. I used to always do that too. I used to blame all my shit on other people and women. 
and old stuff. And then I realized I was a fucking idiot, head, and I didn't have nothing going for me, so I had to do some shit to make myself the person I was wanted to be. Yeah, that's good though. I mean, that's I mean, that's beautiful almost. That's what I was saying. Like your <laughs> ego gets broken. Like the mushroom makes you feel like you ain't shit. Like, it takes everything away. Yeah. yeah. That's the first one it was. I was sitting there. I was walking around Spring Garden Street. I went to Mother Tucker's. I saw my friend's girlfriend outside. I saw the chick. And I, like, I, like, I went out and talked to him. I used to be like scary as fuck before that. That's why I never had a girlfriend before ever. So until this year. Yeah. It was like. And how old are you? I was like. 20, no, how old are you now? We never talked about that. I'm 25. I'm about 26. Okay, about to turn 26. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, I was hanging out. And I was like. First, I was like, they told me on mushrooms, they're like, get rid of your fucking phone, it's fucking toxic, it's like, it was like weird shit, popping out of the phone, like, yeah, get rid of his phone. He went and walked around, saw some cool ass graffiti, it's like, like that octopus. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> then I walked around the corner, I saw them standing on the exit sign, or the open sign, I was like, this is, this is, this is the most beautiful shit I've ever seen in my life. And then I was like, why did you go tell him that? And I went out there and just told him. Then I was like, oh yeah, it's Houston's girlfriend. I was like, oh yeah. And then I saw Houston, I was like, oh yeah, we have fun. And then I gave him some mushrooms. I was like, you might as well take the rest of these, bro. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I gave him like 1.7, I think. <laughs> I'm good. Because I am good. Now, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, was what's, your, what's your question? You've been waiting on this question for a long time. Uh, well, no, I, oh, yeah. Okay, now, thank you for reminding me. It's um, only to stop drinking. That's the moral story. I realized that everybody else's okay. life sucked. They were drunk. Like, yeah, I saw some girls pissing in the, like, the alleyway. I was like, yeah. <laughs> your life sucks. Yeah. I was like, I knew this girl that I like, has like, I was uh, embattled friendship with because we always just only wanted to piss each other off when we were around each other but we still called each other friends for like 10 years straight <laughs> so I mean, yeah, we ended up getting like a big thing that night because she was playing some stupid ass Drake song while I was tripping still <laughs> and that was, like, it was weeks later that happened and that's when the, uh, I was still doing comedy that's my second week in the comedy second month in the comedy and I dropped her off at New York Pizza Ironically, <laughs> because uh, she she's playing some stupid Drake shit, like not the good Drake shit. She's playing the stupid Drake, the shit. stupid Drake shit. I forgot what it was. It was years ago, but I turned the radio down, and she was, she got mad. She slapped my head. Like I was like, what's, 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 I was getting like super bipolar back then. And then one time she like yanked the steering wheel, but, like not really, but she like just hit it a little bit because she's being a cut. And I was like, I can't deal with this bullshit no more. Like, mushrooms, like get this bitch out of your life. So yeah. I pulled up. I said, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be free anymore. Yeah, this ended right here. She didn't know it was because of mushrooms, but I, ne- I kind of never had to tell her that I tripped. And then she was like, this bitch needs to be gone. Yeah. I saw some weird shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it tells you like all the, <laughs> the cheat codes. Eating mushrooms okay. like a game shark right. for life. All right, yeah, two, th- two things. I still have the same question I wanted to ask, but from what the, uh, the mushroom thing you're talking about. Uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, scared me. Uh, fuck, did I lose it? No, I didn't. Uh... I think uh, Ari Shafir describes uh, mushrooms the best. He's like, it's like getting in a helicopter and you get to fly over your city and your life. And then once you're in the helicopter, once you finally get up that high, you can see all the pollution. And you can see where it is in town. Yeah. And so you can kind of like compartmentalize the things you don't like and be yeah. like, oh, I really don't like that. Yeah. That's not helping the city grow. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just get to back away. You don't, you don't look at the city from the street side view. And all the buildings are so it, tall and yeah. everything's a big deal. You get to back yeah. away from all that and see it as something small. It's a part of bigger, a bigger uh, yeah, system. Uh, yeah, bigger system. You're, yeah. yeah, your town, your town's just next to this other town, and you're fucking that town up. 
That mm-hmm. part of that town is like you're fucking their life up. You need to cut that, or they're coming into your side of town. And it's, you know what I mean? Every, that was a cool every, every open mic comedian should do mushrooms at some point. Yeah. I could take it back. Not all, because some of them are eating around for it. It's, it's it's like, them, you if know, you have so, a history yeah. of schizophrenia in general, yeah, but if you can, if you can, if you can find some mushrooms and you can find like a, some chill people or a quiet room, yeah. do some mushrooms. Yeah. Now I like chill people. But <laughs> first time you do, you gotta be alone. Like the first couple times I tripped. I didn't well, the first time I tripped, I was with you though. Well, New Year's, that's the first time I ever did. Yeah, I was yeah and that was my, like, because first time I really tripped, it was like some almost an illegal, like, weird dark web shit. It's called 2CE or MDBP. It was the first time. It's all illegal. Yeah, whatever. It used to not be illegal. You used to just get it from fucking Mexico and porno magazines. They, they cut the magazines out, like, they just, like, they put them in the thing and they glue it back together. So, oh, it's hustlers. And then you open it up, it's full of pills. <laughs> I was like, I love America. <laughs> you get post office boxes. But, yeah. It's all easily. It's not okay. All right, all right. Second, second thing I was going to bring up. <laughs> uh, so a phenomenon, basically, that me and JD definitely noticed. I don't think I've ever, ever. I've also never seen you on a show. I've only ever seen you at open mics. But for the past almost nine months, I've never seen you repeat a joke. Like never. Not even like the same premise. And that's just so foreign to most people who do open mics because you're going up, you're trying the material, you edit, you try it again, you do a different thing. But it's always like. Honestly, pretty fire out the gate. I don't know how mm-hmm. it's like. I do the same stuff all the time. Just, that's what I'm saying. Like the one, two, and three, and the four, like mix up the notebook. And yeah, like you can just go crazy with it and just change. I've seen me and Phil. We did that show in Wilmington. That was a that was a hot ass weekend. We did that yeah. the comic book show. Yeah. Um, we did the Dirty Crow show. Yeah. We smoked. Yeah. We uh, we probably smoked. How much weed do you think realistically that whole? It was half an ounce. Got half. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 we had a wee <laughs> yeah, weekend. Fuck. We um, that was a dope ass weekend. Though. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dro- went to Wilmington, performed twice. Um, met yeah, up Steve Bradley down there, hanging out. Um, yeah. We talked to Mellow for a little bit one time. Yeah. We went there twice. One scope it out. Second time perform. Yeah. Um. But Phil opened, bro. Phil opened the show, bro. And I tell you, this was the hottest five I think I've ever seen. Like, you know how like. <laughs> you know how you have you have like a certain a certain hot five for a certain type of crowd, right? Yeah. So we in a little small comic book store. It's all lit up. You know what I'm saying? You can see everybody in the crowd and stuff. And Phil comes out the gate with just heat, bro. Like just and it's like one of those sets where you're like, I don't want to go after that. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. Dude, Phil will go always go last at the idiot box when like a lot of the crowds cleared out. I want to go, like, first, but then I was thinking it might mess up the show because it's happened before. Because, I mean, you definitely, uh, I mean, you always, it's, like, crazy. It'll be in a night. People are just, like, all, like, the, the, the newer people. They're not that, you know, they don't know what they're doing as much yet compared to everybody else. And the crowd's kind of dying down. People are leaving. And then Phil comes on. It's all a totally different show. It's, like, lights, camera, action. Kills everybody. Then the show's over. Like, it's almost guaranteed. And the thing is about He's watching Phil's set, watching Phil's set, it's, like, we were there for that Shark Week Five, and everybody knows when they were there for that Shark Week Five, and it'll never happen again. We and never know. Like, we'll ever see it again. Two more times. The thing is, it fucking didn't work. But I got a new part about it. Come go like straight into the, <laughs> like the actual civil rights shark leaders. <laughs> oh really? But, okay. but, thing, but the thing is, like, it was so hot. We referenced it for weeks after. Yeah, like, and Phil just wouldn't do it again. He's like, you know, I, mean, I had to wait, and then I did. Yeah. I did a Coronor twice, and because no way at Coronor, but like comedians. Well, they done. They, they finished Coronor now. They're nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it's a bad location. It's like yeah. the place that used to be sucked too. The Flatiron. I went there twice. I'm like, this place is not fun. 
<laughs> they had DJs back then, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My bad. Got to turn it back down. You know, it gets a little too toasty and burn that throat. Too toasty, burn yeah. that throat. Um, okay, so as to get back onto the, I guess, reins of where the podcast is going to for the next big whatever discussion. Um, so you were doing the video thing a little bit. Uh, and you, what took you, what, what happened? And you were like, I got to get on stage and I want to start doing stand up comedy. That's the goal. I'm done with this video thing. Maybe you're not done with it, but well, what took you from like, comedy now, though. like a fan. Well, see, I still got the camera like, right there, ready to go, bro. You know yeah. <laughs> I feel that. But at, at the same time, what you obviously thought about being a stand up comedian, I guess. And then what took you from being like, I like this stand up stuff and me being like, I want to get on stage. Yeah. Yeah. It was podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I listened to it for five years. What podcast? I did comedy. Yeah. Like, what were you listening to? Just I did, like... Joe Rogan? Yeah, Joe Rogan. Listen to that all the time. Uh, I don't listen to Marin as much. I, I, I like see, it every see, time I'm the opposite. I do. I, I fuck with Marin, but I do not like the Joe Rogan one that much. Really? I mean, like, out of all Dude, the ones I can listen good to, ones, it goes... Man. I like Mark mm-hmm. Marin, Ari Shafir, and I like the Doug Benson, and I don't like... I like Joe Rogan's got science stuff. Don't say you gotta be yeah. interested outside of comedy. You find stuff out about comedy, about Dude, this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed the thing. I've been listening to, like, two and a half hours long. I like Kelly. I work to do it. That's Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or like a long car day, ride, right? a long car ride. But my thing, yeah. I feel like I like listening to Joe Rogan's because I feel like it grows me, or I think more as a person and who I am as a human. And then on Ari Shapiro's, I think me growing and who I am as a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ari Shapiro's separate. Like, like Joe Rogan's career goes. It's just like, so like first started otherworldly shit. And then he got like some other like weird movie parts in California when he moved over there. Yeah, and he moved up to the ranks. So like, you see all of that. Like he's like a perfect podcast comedian. Like, from that hole before, he blew up now, because yeah. everybody's got one. Yeah. But, like, five years ago, back when they first started out, like, I listened to all that shit. So that's what inspired me to start doing it yeah. two years ago. That's I was sick. like, I was writing all this shit and doing it on the internet. So I, I was like, well, I'm doing this shit on the internet, making my own internet videos. I might as well do the exact same thing they do and start doing it in real life. Yeah. Because you got to have that real life stand-up comedy know that you're actually funny. Because you just put shit out on the internet. And then you just like, oh yeah, I'm a comedian. Like, no, you gotta actually know your sh- shit is like funny. You can actually p- put something funny together. Yeah. If you want to be like considered a comedian, that's why I don't know. I don't really care about like Conan and stuff like that. You know, like I said, that's, that's a TV audience. It is not yeah. really a stand up comedy crowd. And they're like 40 feet away from you. And you stand there and it looks weird. It's like you're doing like a recording. And it's not really a good indicator of how you are as a comedian. Because you can, like, make a good set for a crowd that's, like, 40 feet away from you. Yeah. And, like, do it for TV. That is a strange what's, feeling. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> go ahead. I was about to say, Phil, what's your, what's your like, your end game, though? That's, that's my end question. Game. I'm just saying, I'm doing the same shit I'm doing now, but, like, on my you, you have, you have property. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got some stuff you want. <laughs> have a couple bitches. That's what I want, bro. But you, I but you, motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> you, but I'm saying, like, like the motorcycle, you have stuff you want, right? Like, you I mean, stuff. if I can make some cool stuff and use, I mean, if I can figure out a way to use my creativity to get enough cheese to do that shit with my own creative projects, then that'd be fun. That's my end game. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's all you should care about is just, like, being happy with what you made. And get enough to be able to sustain your life. Okay, so you, oh, so you I don't need that much. I was like, I can price it fifty some thousand a year, bro. Mm. I can do it. I can give you a house in Asheville. I can fly wherever <laughs> I want to go to do comedy. Yeah. I can like have cheese off of that. Just to, like sustain driving a fucking Lamborghini everywhere. <laughs> Like Tracy Morgan, bro. So you want? So you want to? <laughs> is that the end goal? Tracy yeah, Morgan's career. That's be, what you want. Tracy Morgan, but I can be broke. With Tracy Morgan. I can be like a quarter or a, like an eighth 
Maybe a 20th of Tracy Morgan <laughs> still be able to drive like one really cool weird car and a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. And like be a crazy dude with like a fucking shipping container house that's like custom made with like <laughs> black bamboo floors and LED light and fucking mm. just, like I don't have weed growing out of the ceiling though. I don't have no grass roof. I don't have weed plants growing out of this. I don't have fucking like sunroof like what's the thing it's called? Yeah, greenhouse. Greenhouse. Growing yeah. weed and like crops and shit. I think I'm at like eight. Like stacked around like a. So you've thought about this? Yes, yeah, so I, oh, yeah, I got shit planned out. I got shit planned out. I don't have a like that. I respect that. Too. I don't have my own place. I can like do shit and have yeah. bring people up, that's and that's cool. my goal. Like to be respected enough to have like a club that people actually. Like, oh, I like this guy. He's a good comedian. He's giving back to the college. Okay. And I can keep a place open. That'd be cool too. Yeah. Probably That'd be not sick. No and maybe in Asheville because I do like that city. It's fucking hot. Like that's where I. That's can a cool place be. to be. A country dude in the mountains, fucking <laughs> motorcycles, <laughs> smoking weed. And fucking fucking people, this <laughs> is just like going crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, are you from? Yeah, where are you originally from? Are you always living yeah, here. Yeah, I live here the whole time, like Mevin. In Mevin, the grass. I cannot believe <laughs> He's dude, I live in the grass. <laughs> dude, I cannot believe though you are a dude from Mevin. I like it blows my mind. It's crazy. Yeah. If I if we found out in like two years, like aliens were real. And then Phil was an alien. I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. I used to have weird ass dreams when I was a baby too. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to fucking have dreams that the dude from uh, Adam's family, like Uncle Fester, but he was like wearing like one of brown trench coats. He used yeah. to stab me on the way in the food line of Yanceyville, like all the way out of the middle of the country. <laughs> it was always like a dark, wet night. Like it was like a wet street. <laughs> yeah, a wet I remember, yeah, I remember the wetness <laughs> of the road. I remember how shiny the street was. I was like, it's a wetness. So I'm scared. That's how I, I still have fucking weird shit. About walking across the street sometimes, like, don't get fucking stabbed with a screwdriver. <laughs> Going into a food line? You yeah, say? that's yeah. what I'm saying. I've been born with anxiety. I always feel like I had like, death over my shoulder. Why, why do you think that is, though? Just I'm born like that? Trauma. Remember the thing about I was saying, about, like, my dad trying to kill my mom. She was pregnant with me. That's totally true. <laughs> hey, Phil, Phil, yeah, talk about the stuff you mentioned on stage, man. Like, what's, what, what's, what's, yeah. your, what's your home life like? Like, what's going on no, at just, the house? We live in a fantasy land. That's what I'm saying. Like, people choose to be affected by stuff. And they chose to be like zombified just go on with like bullshit and I was just like there's some weird air going on here but everybody's pretending it's not yeah so do you think that like maybe your home like life this. is like what is like it's helped like you Hillary have Clinton, this outlook like she's like really a fucking weird evil person but she's like oh I'm gonna eat chicken <laughs> with black people today <laughs> it looks like I'm gonna run for president she's like execute the goddamn executive she's like send the goddamn Guantanamo I don't care we start another war with Russia <laughs> we want to know a Rocky movie out of this fucking presidency. Dude, you got a dynamite Hillary impression. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're like in real life. Chicken with black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thought has never does. happened. Like that comparison. She's chicken with black people. She's like, I got to buy some teddy bears, some books, and fucking take pictures with him in front of the Library of Congress. And again, we're going to eat chicken. And we're going to drink. Execute the max. Strawberry soda. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what we're talking about with Phil. It's like that pretty much summed it up. I feel like, oh yeah, guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But, but also, like, I do it for Mabin. But the thing is, if we go get back to comedy, living in the grass, <laughs> that is comedy, bro. Get back, get it's back. I'm saying, I'm saying, it's like open mic yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like Phil. Really Phil is like one of the best writers you'll meet in your entire life. Seriously, it's like I, honestly, write, I haven't written a real joke in like maybe like maybe a week. See, so you'll say stuff like that. But the thing is, and then drop some fire. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I feel like I don't know if Phil's ever agreed it. with anything. No. Like, you'll say something that he totally is, like, into, like, 
uh, yeah, wearing shirts with Cameron on it. And he's like, yeah, you got to wear it, but you got to beat a shirt. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about wearing it, but you got to beat a shirt. Beat a shirt. Then he's wearing a shirt and like, yeah, he's gonna wear it. Like, I don't know. If he's wearing like, a Cameron. Certain shirt. people wearing a shirt. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I was like, probably dudes like New York to wear it. They got the tall T version of it. Yeah, it's like oh. forty foot wide. They're like, you know what, bro? Cameron sheets, bro, <laughs> like all over. <laughs> flowing. It's flowing. <laughs> okay. She flies out. That like, man's fly. It's a dude. But they got it like shirt. perfectly fitted. That's why I like it. Cameron, he knows what like the real person will wear this. Like, like me. He made this for me. The only slow one wears a shirt. <laughs> it's for right. you. I don't know anybody in the streets. I've never encountered anybody wearing this shirt. It's no, like, that's seriously the only time I've ever seen. It's like a bitch set. You get a on shirt. You get a Cameron air freshener. You put in your fucking mirror in your car in purple haze. Yeah, one of <laughs> That smells One like those pink jackets. That's a real thing. Yeah, go to Dipset website. Whenever they sell air freshers. Yeah, air freshers. <laughs> <laughs> they got dip shower set. curtain. Dipset. Dip they they dip too hard. Yeah. I'm no, just, they still do it. They still do it. You got to think of them as like a comedy like team. They took <laughs> like a, they was like all right, we're gonna be the diplomats. We all had different names and different personas. We had Jim Jones, like the cult leader, but he's like a gangster fly dude, so he's like the family group. You got <laughs> the psychology Cameron. of Dipset. He's like the, the freaking um, the connection between like, the tri-state drug trade, so he always looks like pink fur coats and like fuzzy hats, so it's like, yeah. And he's so always high, yeah. he's walking around a white shirt. <laughs> and you got the other dude, uh, Joel Santana, the dude wears jerseys and talks real fast. He's like Puerto Rican half. Yeah. He scares people. <laughs> Joel's there to strike fear in the whites. <laughs> so I look at the camera on it. Oh, he's lovable. Well, I wouldn't approach him. You got Joel Santana, he's definitely scared of the way. <laughs> but the reporters and stuff who get they're in on a joke because um, the camera on raps like black dice. Like, that's one of my jokes. He's like, if you take, he's like, you know, you take like any Cameron song, just break it down and say it like that. Andrew Dice Clay sounds like one of his jokes. Oh, okay, yeah. He's like, take your girl, fuck her face. He's like, oh, in the back. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, it's almost as if they're like a super. So he's black Dice, like Clay, a super superhero squad. Yeah, on, on like the A team. That's why I try to do my comedy. I remember I tried to say I was gonna start a comedy squad. I was really just joking, but I was like, all right, we gotta have. The dude who can do like the computer shit. We got the guy who's like good with the freaking like chicks so he can get them to come. We got another <laughs> dude. He's got connections to the black comics. Like that. We got one dude that like, Kai franchise. So we got to mix all the comedy scenes together. Yeah. That's what the key in North Carolina having a, a legitimate comedy scene is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hop on this. Hop on this. Hop on this. Hey, Phil, Phil. What? And just, and just try and give me. Good God. Is he. Oh, Phil's a monster. Phil's a monster. Phil's a monster. <laughs> 13 seconds. Phil, what is what is your opinion of the Greensboro comedy scene and the Raleigh comedy scene and the and Chapel Hill comedy scene? I don't like, like swerving the cities because the cities don't really matter. Because, no, because I mean, the city th- there are different, the there are different styles because, you know, DSI, yeah. DSI comedians. I mean, yeah, we, we, I mean, we got to lump everybody in together. That's what I got to say. We got the whole North Carolina got to be one. See, that's what we, are we unified? Yeah, yeah. We uni- you think, so you think we're unified? Yeah, we can't be all separate because like, no, I don't saying, think no, we saying, are separate. We're not big enough. Like, we don't so, have enough clubs no, per saying, city to be even qualify as like a real. Well, we only have like, one like one club per city, like club club. Per yeah, city. yeah. Like, two. Like, That's what I'm saying. Two. We gotta have like at least like five in one city to be just an individual city. That's what I'm saying. That's like the tier system. Yeah, it's like, uh, L.A. and New York being like top tier. Yeah, you get second tier. You get like Boston, Atlanta. And Chicago and like all those other weird yeah. things, and Washington. 
I asked Carter, and they're all second tier. Where would we be third tier? It's like a random ass thing. We have to yeah, be considered state. state. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. I see that. what you're saying. But let's say like let's, let's, let's zoom into just North so Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. For the state, for the purpose of this podcast, and it being the local North Carolina podcast. Yeah. We had we had different. If we if we broke it up in cities, when you say Raleigh would be like the top tier city. No. To do comedy, they got good nights. They got good nights. They got good nights. I know, but they have so many opportunities to get up in that city. That's the one that's making the most money in the state right now. Yeah, I'm saying money doesn't matter in the sense of a uh, good, thriving economic scene. Because you can have a really good mainstream club that always looks mainstream. Because I mean, they already got their own bankroll to be able to do that. But do they actually contribute to the comedy scene? Not, I mean, kind of, but not, not really. Do they put people on people yeah, get work? But they only go for people who are going to be safe. They only right. understand like a put certain it, right. kind of comedy. And they okay. go for whatever gets your most like, that's money. But it's going to take... The input from a comedian, like I could be a good Raleigh comedian, I could play the game right to be able to do it, but I would have to be like sober technically and do all that. Well, okay, shit well here, the look. But I, w- I wouldn't want to be able to put myself through because I'm not that type of guy. But I mean, they they offer like a certain pathway yeah. to comedy. This like to me is like the boring old school way because they're trying to put you out to be like. A dude, like, oh, he opens for a lot of people. They're gonna get you a good thing, but they're not actually actively trying to help you get like any like big like headline or gigs, other clubs like in their little thing. Cause they're all owned by Helium. They're in yeah. Philadelphia, yeah. so they own like two or three other county clubs. Yeah. So and like Portland and shit. So they fucking they okay. could they if they then if they wanted to be like a real county club, they would get those comedians and like run it the way run it because they're all individually ran like by other like, teams. And the North Carolina team sucks to me. But it's not because they suck, suck. But it's just because they don't. They're not open to new ideas. They're all closed and linear-minded type management people because they're not really comedians. They're just business people. Yeah. And they okay. just own a restaurant that also does comedy. It's pretty much what Good Nights is. Is a restaurant is very successful. <laughs> <laughs> a great comedy room. Because it's been ran so many years by that asshole dude. So when they finally switch to management, they only have a certain small time, and in that small time, they managed to be just like the old management, but different. People, <laughs> the, the, slightly different people. The views expressed by Philip Warren are not yeah, uh, representative. Like, no, okay, okay, the open mic podcast. The open mic podcast plays the game. No, no, we hear you though. We hear you, but I like. Don't worry about it. All right, all right. So, you guys are cool. Yeah. Like, cool no, 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 no. But all right, but look, the, the, what I was gonna say earlier is when we're talking about the tiers of cities that we were trying to bring up earlier. I think Raleigh is the most for being for being successful. Opportunity, but that's not really true because Dan Kirk is good people too. Yes. Okay, that's okay. That's true. Okay. They got better management. They actually can. Comedians, they actually—I'm saying it's start from the ground. That's why I would give them more respect. And I would give them to good who, lights or whatever. Who are your favorite people to work with when it comes to doing comedy? Like the people you think will most best represent how you feel it should be done. Like who is it? Yeah, Comedy Store in LA or okay. the New York Comedy in Nor- Cellar in North, Car- or North That's Carolina. That's our two favorite clubs. I went to the Comedy Cellar in New York. I was like, the way they run it, just like the best way. Like the way listen to the podcast and figure out that the inner circle, like they talk about shit that goes on behind the scenes. And you can figure out, oh, that's how their management runs. Oh, maybe they're cooler and like the way that like Good Nights runs, like the way that we know how they run. Yeah. It's like but what a contrasting to the way they run it is like totally different. Like Good Nights, like it's like Golden Corral's Good Nights and freaking uh, the other one is like something better. Like, what about North Carolina Mom. though? I'm saying your your favorite your favorite to work with in North Carolina. Is, you know it's the same idiot box. That's the only yeah, place. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they let the is, the inmates run the asylum. That's how. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. In there putting the input. We got into the creative juices flowing because you can't get too constrained by bullshit rules. Yeah. Because there really ain't any fucking rules. Like, even they get banned around here in North Carolina. They get dudes pulling dicks out in L. A. All the time. No, like it's banned. Yeah. Like, 
If it's like non-violent, like if he was like running around a club, putting his dick in people's ears, that'd be a bad. Yeah, we we'll probably gotta <laughs> get rid of that guy. But yeah. he just pulls it out, flops around, stays like an asshole. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you That's some funny shit. <laughs> That's his performance. That's his art piece. Yeah, so I'm saying you gotta let it live. It's on stage. It's not the same scrutiny as like a TV show. They put TV show rules on real life comedy. We shouldn't do that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like okay, a fucking that, joker. That I got purple pants on, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that shit? I'm talking to this joke right there. Take this shit seriously. I, I had like a weird, like my neck got really soft, like stiff. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. I, I got a bad band, man. I need a mattress sponsorship. Hey, let me, let me help you. Let me, let, me get, let me help you out, man. No, I get one on the internet. I get one from Tom Segura. <laughs> okay, all right. What I was going to say earlier. All right, hold on. What I was going to say earlier. True. But. Um, for, okay, so we take JD for example to be a Greensboro, Greensboro comic, do his thing over here, play the game that you talk about by going to the open mic at Good Nights. Does that? Yeah, gets enough. Gets enough going. He gets to be on. He's doing the right way for his he, birthday. He to be like, but like, hold on, hold on. Is not gonna be like mine because like nobody's is the same. So I don't really put anybody down about like yeah. choosing something else. Yeah. I just this is the way my version goes. I'm just doing like Fair. commentary on my vision. And we True. and like the thing is, me and Phil started around the same time. I've I've seen both of us progress to where we want to be. Yeah. Right yeah. now. True. Cool. Like I'm you know, still what I'm saying? going ahead to the get multiple times a night. If I want to, I get like two on Fridays. I feel great about that. So like, I have chances. Yeah. yeah. And I like a good chunk. And they are, like good. Are you going tonight, people? Yes. Okay, I think we'll make Gosh, the second show. Do. We'll be on the second show. So that's a good place, you know. It's a good like club. Yeah, because people, comedians go it's there to hang out just to hang out. They don't yeah. just go there. Nobody goes a good night just to hang out unless they're fucking de- depressed. <laughs> okay, <came>. fair. We're gonna leave that one blank, folks. Yeah. We'll be right back. No, but the fu- it's funny that you even say that because most of the people at the idiot box are depressed. Yeah, I'm saying, but it's a good type. It's a good, it's, all, like, it's a, a good environment. Everybody's bouncing off each other. Everybody's, yeah, you get up when you And go good there. shit's happening though. When I go to good nights, I feel like I'm being stared at. And everybody's like. Well, like, can I help you? I was like, I don't want a fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a fucking fifteen dollar burger. I feel like you're like a comedian. Uh, you're a comedy eighty year old. You're just like, I don't, I don't like how this shit's run. <laughs> I would run it. Even though I do like that waitress chick, but I was like, whatever. <laughs> I can't say that anymore. Technically, relationships. You know what yeah. I'm saying, bro? <laughs> yeah. I was saying it, but before she's exactly my same profile: pale, dark colored hair, weird glasses. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy for you, Phil. I'm happy. I don't like a limited fear. I don't like anything. I don't like limited fear? No, I'm not limited in fear. Oh, I'm, I'm like a black daredevil. So I was trying to talk about, like, that's how you live your life. You're insane, blind, man. These blind people skills that you're like. Yeah, man, blind on. people skills. That's what I'm saying. I don't look people in the eye because, like, remember that thing? <laughs> I can do it now because it's not one of those situations where I'm trying to read somebody's personality. I already know your personality. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been profiling you guys. Yeah, I was about to say, dude, that dude, would be, dude, 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 that's almost a broadcast guy's be like, NBC. Phil, who am I? And he just like, roast your lifestyle. Yeah, but thing is like, I was I was talking to, to my brother about Phil. I was like, I don't know if Phil fuck with me, but I know I fuck with Phil. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I hate everybody, but I do it like in a healthy way. I, I love everybody, but yeah, yeah. You, you just see the area. But I mean, I, I, it feels like, bro, I need you to like, 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 like,
You know what I'm saying? I feel you like you're like a, a modern day sage. I don't like yeah, yeah I don't like hiding anything. Like, I don't like um like being like a fake person. Let's say like people who go on and stuff. Like I can't just go on and like not Bruh. talk about some bullshit that's going listen, on. Listen, if like, you if you me. listen to this, ask Phil how your set was at the end of the night. <laughs> got, and this nigga will tell you <laughs> I got water <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying shit. That's another choice you gotta make. Sometimes I don't think I've ever asked you. I don't think I've ever asked you. No, Phil, bro, I was like, Phil, what do you think about the um it's, it's like we just we just start hanging out. Yeah. I was like, Phil, what about that joke? And I thought I, it was pretty good. Phil was like, eh, it's too easy, man. I saw this coming. I saw this coming. I think I heard this before. And I was like, damn. I don't and think I've shit, ever like, asked Phil that. Damn. Bruh, and, the, bruh, and like the shit like really and that was my it was like one of my first jokes. It was one the fuck about the um It was about the um the college kids, the cardigans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. jokes have been like crazy. They yeah. beaten to the ground. Yeah, Phil, <laughs> but Phil just like he was like, yeah, change that, change that, I change that. Paper on my mouth. I was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, <laughs> the relay. And then that shit became fire. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, true. I, I still, I still use the word card again, but like, it's not even about that anymore. It's mm-hmm. about something yeah, else. Change like what the actual joke. Yeah, you change the whole structure. Yeah, change the whole like, point. I know the joke you're talking about. I like that joke. Like, yeah, around to like different meanings. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is a little I, bit. I used one of Phil's tags in the UC in like the like one of his big things. Yeah. It was kind of nasty, but still, that shit was yeah. funny to me. Nah, jokes. <laughs> before when you did when you just said normal, it's like it just went on. Like, yeah. I just know there's a way you can punch it up. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You gotta go in and change the words. Yeah, you gotta change the that's words. I feel like people. If I, I give some. Sometimes I just give people one word tag. Like, hey. Change that one word, bro. It can change the whole joke up. And yeah. then sometimes they don't do it, and then they do it. Oh, it nah, works. we wrote together before, and, like and you told me stuff I had never like thought about. It, and I also, Phil talk about how um, you gotta keep your syllables down in your in your set. Yeah, sometimes like, you gotta yeah. watch that because yeah. you get too many, you can like mess up the joke, and like people like have too much shit bouncing around in the ear while the time they hear it, and they won't laugh. Cause I, like like Phil has cool. the perfect amount of words in his like when he starts talking, when I get like, it working. Yeah, sometimes he, it don't work. Sometimes I hit the flow state, and I fuck it up. Like, <laughs> Flow state. That's what I'm saying. About well, episode joke. 14 hashtag flow state. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you can't talk too fast. Flow warning. Flow state. I've been seeing people laughing in the crowd. Like, some dude was like, leaning back. Like, he just waiting for me to stop talking so he can laugh. And so I'm just like, all right, stop talking. Then he laughing. I'll, I'll watch certain people in the crowd with certain faces. Like that dude, the fucking historian dude. If I'm making him laugh, he like sitting over sideways. So I like, I fucking, I like watch his rhythm to try to like stop and pause my joke and the way I'm mm. talking through people the way they like laughing, like the rhythm of that but shit. That's, that's what I'm saying, like riding a wave on stage. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, the shark style. That's where the shark style originated. That's one of my <laughs> other first jokes. Also, I used to talk about like when I do hit this shit on stage, I like start doing mixtape jokes because that was like one of my things. Like being a rapper, like I said, my character was like Kanye West. Like, it was like this is a big inspiration in my comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I was like going for like a sharp motherfucker. <laughs> just do that weird shit. Got around black people. They're like, oh, I thought he was one of them nerd dudes. I like pull some weird black shit for no reason and just throw it in. I used to be one of my favorite things to do. I I call that the shark, like because they can only go forward. You know what I'm saying? The shark. Phil, you have keep Are you gonna do any? What? You gonna do any black shows anytime soon? Yeah, I'm trying to do that like crazy. But oh, I don't, I don't work too much. Like I'm trying to get that cheese pay off some debt so I can move See, out. See, I think twenty sixteen I think <laughs> I think twenty sixteen is gonna be the year, man. Of black shows? No, if like cause I'm gonna no, do it now. I'm we did a black mic. I'm saying like but our job our, our job situation has to change yeah. so we can get some more free time. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing that 
I next still year. third and living life. Like, yeah. I'm sleeping all during the day, not getting no vitamin D. <laughs> Do you I have to work third like shift? Like, minutes, is there an option for second or first? No vitamin D. Nah, I don't want to work second because I have to start my comedy career. <laughs> like, that second is between, like, 4 p.m. to midnight. Yeah. Well, first shift? First shift is... Eight to four, but yeah, no, I don't want to work first shift. That's where all the assholes work. And all old ladies are like complaining, you're looking at me all sexual. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable anymore. They start nasty shit. But that's how that woman I had this joke. She asked me like, "What was your name be if you were a porn star?" I was like, "Drill Cosby." I like making girls laugh while having sex with them. And Did you say Drill Cosby? Yeah, Drill Cosby. <laughs> she was laughing about it. That should be your Twitter handle. Yeah, it was for a little bit. Like, really. Yeah, Drill Cosby. My other friend's DJ name is Trill Cosby. Hashtag Trill Drill Cosby. Oh, bro, I'm 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 starting doing like a lot of black shows. Um, I'm proud of you. We did a black mic last night. That was an experience. It was crazy. It was what you said. It was like lots of sound. I told you. They, I mean, they but they laughed at us. They both. We had moments. We had moments. You gotta figure out the differences. Black people, they love like a hard. You gotta keep it like fast and hit. But the thing is. Go, like, you gotta get on a certain rhythm. That's what I, I'm I about. see that, but changing my style from what it is to that. Yeah, it's, I'm not it's, used it's, to it's it. A, you know, it's a process. Yeah, it's the first time I ever tried it, so I bet yeah. I bet it looked like that yeah, the first time I'd ever harder. tried it. Because in, in white people rooms, if we, if we act like like the nerdy type, like the defeated type of other stuff, like the um, like self effacing type Louis C.K. shit, that works in that room, but it will not work in a black room. Unless you were that guy, because he can work in the black room. I saw my mom watching. Lucy K can do a black room like that. Yeah, my parents they watched. I saw one day like we had HBO like five years ago. They was watching his HBO. Like, oh my god! I was like, what the fuck? Why are you laughing at this guy? Like, how are you two? Like, because that's back in my dad was on medication, so he's a cool dude. <laughs> they were watching comedy together. It was like a beautiful moment that. <laughs> it was like years before the bullshit happened. So I was just like. That was one of, another sign of my life about comedy, like how it was, like even if my life was shitty, my parents were having fun together one time out of like the whole years of yeah. being assholes and screaming for no reason. <laughs> 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 oh man, oh, this oh, they have like weird, secret, so angry yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> super angry. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, another question we asked people: What uh, we talked a little bit how you write insanely, but what is like your writing process? Like, how often do you like write jokes? Do you have a schedule when you write jokes, or is, does it come to you? Do you do notes? Yeah, on the phone? exactly. When it comes to it, notes on the phone. I record myself on the phone. Sometimes I'm driving, I'm just talking shit to myself. It's like fucking. <laughs> I would love man. to hear some of those recordings. Like, bro, I'm just fucking going ahead and like, motherfucking dirty you should release all shit. those recordings as a podcast yeah I put them like, on SoundCloud randomly they're available but people don't go to it I say I like to do it but I do, it, but I do my shit secretly yeah. I don't post anything I'm like hey follow me I, I figured out nobody's listening to me on the internet on Facebook because nobody really listens to anybody on Facebook the secret of Facebook is being narcissistic if you look at my phone, it has everybody blocked. It has only my shit and a bunch of cars and like just random asses and shit. This shows up. <laughs> That's how my Facebook is. That's why <laughs> you I'm like everybody. Anything. It's gonna fucking be a, either a fucking Lamborghini or some fucking weird shit. That's what Joe Rogan like weird. That's how my Facebook is on pages. I got everybody else unfollowed. And I figured out only eight people follow me and they're all from Turkey. Come from a fucking Periscope. They just watch it <laughs> and then they figure it out. They follow on Twitter. They go to the Facebook page and they go straight there. Yeah. Yeah. That's Abdul Hamid. I thought she was a prostitute. Shouts out Abdul <laughs> Hamid. Yeah. Maybe she'll hear this. Probably. Maybe. I gotta do that little burka dance. I saw them chicks and <laughs> me and Jess were walking in Harris Teeter. There was like three of them sitting down. I was like, oh my god, that's some nice 
like boobs. They all of them was hot. Like I love the little whatever they are <laughs> with the burkas. Like, with the burkas. With the burkas. <laughs> Racism. I'm glad that we are friends. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just gonna say that on, yeah. on record. I would hate to be your enemy. I don't even Good know what God. that would entail. I don't really have any enemies, really, because I don't care about anyone. That's one of the things. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't care about anything, I shouldn't care about what anybody thinks about me. So it's like, I don't care yeah. about anybody enough to hate them. So that's the thing. Like I can hate people or be or hate being around them, but I want to actually hate them enough to like, actually try to fuck with them. Yeah, I feel that you're docile. I like yeah, that. like a pacifist, but I just don't fucking care. Like, yeah, just, yeah, that's cool. So maybe people hate me. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, whatever, chief. Whatever, chief. <laughs> I, I like yeah. Like I don't let people's opinion on me affect how I react. Yeah. Because sometimes I talk to people, they won't even talk to me back. Like, I just like talk to them. And they tell somebody else something, and then they'll tell me something through somebody else. And they're like, why can't this person just tell me? And then I can probably got super high when I stepped on his foot and I fucked up the lights. I was like, whatever. Shit happens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, being safe, safe or whatever. You should, like, uh, you should tell that story of whenever you guys went to Wilmington and you tried to get him on that show. Oh, that shit was funny, man. Well, I feel like it's just some, that sums up like shit filled with No, the thing is, okay. Yeah, I'm weird, dude. Hey, we went to, me and Phil went to Wilmington and then, um, <laughs> We did this comic book show. That shit was dope. Shout out to Troy Coleman. I love you. Uh, and everybody was on the show. And then we did the Dirty Crow show. We had to go get yeah, some yeah. time on the Dirty Crow show because I knew Dead Matt. Crow. No, it's, it's, it's Dead Crow, but it's the Dirty Crow oh. show because it's like the midnight show. Excuse there's only me. four people there, though. So. It's like, but there's only, it's only, four, it's like, it's only four people there, but like still, you know, we from Greensboro. Fuck it. Comedians. You know, four people is a pack, a packed house to us. Yeah. Um, well, fun. Yeah, so it was four people and everything, and I, I I was texting Matt White like, "Hey, I want to get some time on the show." Me and my boy, we drove out here. We wanted to do some time. And he was like, "All right, cool." So I went and talked to Matt White, and I said, um, "Hey, let me get on the list." <laughs> and then Phil, like, this is after we smoked that like the half ounce of weed. Like, yeah. So yeah. Phil's feeling pretty good. He just said, right, "We smoked a quarter there and a quarter back." Yeah. So this, oh yeah, a quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good on that. And then um. Phil was just sitting in the bar chilling, so I go to Phil, I say, hey man, go talk to Matt White and get some time. I say, um, tell tell him that JD said to put you on the list. Yeah. All right. Like a normal. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, Phil, just tell Matt White JD said put you yeah, on the list. Yeah, I did the exact same thing as And then the thing is, like, Phil walked so over the exact same person and he just, he did it, so. but he just did it. He said, um, he said, Matt, JD said, put Phil on the list. And Matt was like, who's Phil? He was like, I'm Phil. And then he was like, why didn't you say he put you on the list? I was you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I thought, guess what? I was super racist, too. I got a fucking, that's how I don't get on Facebook. That's how I don't care about anything anymore. Because I used to have everybody just like popping up on my shit. And then when that happened, I started arguing with people because I think everybody's retarded. But I started arguing with Cliff Cash. We had a picture of a flyer, and it had the Matt White dude's face in there because he had the flyer adjusted wrong, so it seemed like Cliff Cash was a black guy. Yeah. So I thought his name was Cliff Cash and not Matt White. So I was like, I thought, I fucking, this dude hates me from what we were talking about on the internet. Like, we blocked each other. So I was like, I can't ask him for no time. So I was like, I got super high in my own head. And wouldn't he believe that he wasn't <laughs> the same dude? I was like, this guy's like Matt White and not another dude. But some of fucking head was like, all right, ask him like you ain't motherfucking him. I don't know how it came out. Yeah, but we, uh. I got weird. I was just like, 
this could be some weird shit out because he might be like, what should I get you time, bitch? Because he's going to say, yeah, I was being racist. I was like, look at him. He can start some shit. He's like, what, you just going to ask him some time, son? You just going to fucking come up my club and some fucking shit? Is that what he sounds like? No. Yeah, I've never met that black guy voice. I see him just sitting there just like polo shirt, backwards hat. I'm like, oh, shit, New York, dude. Because <laughs> of a Yankee hat, you can't wear the hats, bro. Yeah, Matt, I hate hats. So Matt, like, Matt White's pretty like big, on, like big in Wilmington. I bet. Like, yeah, you know what I'm like, I think maybe I have met him at. Did he do the Good Nights competition? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I think I think you. We there on my night. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Host. I remember yeah. That. He's, he's, he's a cool, dude, like, man. Real funny. Yeah. I like this. And show. he's like, he's he's the um the what you get when you do improv. Like he. Does a lot of they improv too. That's oh, a good, cool. good thing because yeah. like hey, if you ever thought you don't think they do like improv and comedy? Yeah, most of them like start off like people wilding out. They just mostly do like the improvise. That's kind of. And then they try to stand up, and it's kind of just like they do like regular old school black comedy stand up. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> you don't wild yeah, but, <laughs> but uh do you have uh have you ever thought You're about doing improv? <laughs> what? Have you ever thought about doing uh improv? Yeah I did and I, I suck at it. I fucking I don't like improv because of the rules. Like, yeah, I was about to say I bet you did not like the rules. That's what I'm saying, they're like, we have rules, we have to do this shit. Yeah, we clean on this show, <laughs> oh my God. some weird stuff. Get the fuck out of here. That's what like, we feel about it. <laughs> and to be a good improv group, you gotta all hang out together. Cause you get on stage. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta be you gotta be unified. Yeah, you gotta know each other's like 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 Personalities and shit, so you know your comedy, so you can feed off each other. Because you don't know my horse. Like, like, I don't know how you say, I don't, I don't know who you are. This is another dude with a weird face. <laughs> dude with a weird guy face. Face on his face. So I'm like, I can't improv with him. <laughs> <laughs> you're the truth, man. You know, like, fuck this guy, man. That's how, that's how my brain works. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I hung out with him, I was like, maybe I can improv with these guys. Yeah. But I couldn't improv with some <laughs> random ass people that I fucking don't care about. Yeah, dude. <laughs> As soon as I asked you that I question, couldn't I was do like, it under the constraints of like improv games. Yeah. It had to be like improv like this. Just like fucking talking in yeah. real life. Yeah, is this is improv. Are we this improv? is improv. We, we, we can do take it over improv we, label. We, we can do it. Shit. Fuck. See, we can do improv together because I would consider you two my, my best friend <laughs> yeah. in comedy. Yeah, you and it would, it would make me laugh too if we were doing like, I don't know. Some of those games and shit, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be fun if we were doing that. Yeah, I mean, I, I consider it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should just do it for ourselves. No, we can it's do just the podcast, we'll do, like, we'll do videos. little games. I was saying, like, we can, like, write outlines to shit, and we can fun stuff, and we like, all right, we get the characters in these situations, we can all pick characters, then we go through them things, just like key and feel, but, like, in our own version of comedy. Yeah. Like, okay. our own jokes. Like, we I can, like, do reenactments and shit, and we can, like, do our stand-up mix with that <laughs> shit. That's what I'm saying. We got to take knowledge. That show. We got the technology. <laughs> we got the technology. Yeah, we can um, we, we can also oh, uh, also shout out. This is the first episode we've ever uh, periscope. Yeah, <laughs> periscope yeah. in this we entire episode. We've been periscoping episode. the whole thing. Fifteen gig plans unlimited. Verizon gave me the hook. Oh, up, bro. <laughs> gave free. Should, we, like should, we, should we discuss uh, upgrade for free? Stuff going on the podcast, like on the podcast. What do you nah, mean? we definitely need to buy more space. Ah, uh, now nah, we'll, I mean we'll talk about no, it later. Should, but okay, for people, all right, sound, for people that no, have been listening, for people. For people that have been listening to the podcast so far, um, we're recording this on a Friday, and last Sunday is when the podcast actually dropped. I think it was like the 20... 
third or something. Yeah, it was yeah, 20, 20... Oh, yeah, we got to talk about the best 20, days to release the no, no, podcast. No, 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 it's the 23rd. You're right, you're right. The 23rd. That's when the podcast dropped. So if you've been listening and wondering, like, where in the timeline this has happened, we just dropped the podcast. Yes, uh, uh, yesterday we dropped episode two with Dusty. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is the best days to release podcasts, supposedly. That's why like all the big podcasts like Ari Shapiro and they figured out. Yeah. Some people release their podcasts on weekends. Nobody's listening to podcasts on weekends. Everybody's out and gone. So nobody even thinks about the Sunday thing. The Sunday thing. Okay, so if you're so listening to this, we're still talking. We might go back to Sunday. Should we do sun- oh, like Dude, this we, Sunday? Sunday? We releases. can drop on this Sunday. Oh, you know what? If we wanted to, the best day. let's do that. That's if we can do only Sundays, I kind of like that. What do you think about midnight release? Yeah, 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 Sunday midnight. That's like Monday morning. Come on, man. That's, that's how I do it. What do you want to do then the Sunday or Saturday midnight, rather? So it's there all Sunday and then end of Monday, too? I like the idea, dude. That's what I do. I'm the designer. You're the, yeah. idea, you're the, okay. you're the conscious of yeah, Saturday, Hey, Saturday. well, if you're listening to this, we're still talking about it. We're like shopping <laughs> ideas around. But yeah. we release the podcast. And you'll so. see the structure form. Because I'll just fart off the end. Why? I'm joking. Okay, you don't want to be a part of our big moment. Everybody's like, getting dastardly plans. We're all like playing this out, but like I guess we're gonna let them know. Well, no, because in the they first, can do it, but they probably won't be. They able should do it. You should. No, they should do it. Though I feel like any, do yeah. It. If you have, if you want to start a podcast, do it because oh, yeah. in the earlier podcasts, because we're releasing, I'm listening to them again. A lot of times, we'll bring up, and be like, man, this might just go to my laptop and mm-hmm. no one ever hear it. But no, people are. I mean, yeah, you gotta totally add, like you're screaming to an empty room. Yeah. That's the key. It's like yeah. pretty much this is what I think. I like nobody's gonna hear this. Fair. That's how I can be free on the yeah, yeah. this. And that's what that's I like, what, too. Yeah. I like that we periscoped it. It wasn't like I thought... Uh, we've mm-hmm. talked about it before. I didn't want a video tape because I, like I want people it, to yeah. feel natural. They want to feel like they're on camera. But and that's, that's kind of nice. High. I like how we did yeah. it. Yeah, I like you how we did it. you super high you forget about the camera. And you just have a good conversation. Yeah. That's what it's all about. So and occasionally you look at it and make jokes to it in case you like get come out of the fucking thing and yeah. like, do some weird... Periscope, we're here. If anyone's watching... Probably one person... I could restart it or something else so we can re get like new people on it. I mean, we can do whatever. I mean, it's around it's like a quick break. It's around the uh, time we wrap it up. I mean, we can talk about yeah. things. We definitely need to plug. You got Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. that's my same stuff. We have the uh, uh, Warren the Ape at Twitter. That's my favorite thing. I think it's on Instagram too. Yeah, Warren the Ape on both of them, and you can find you on Facebook at Philip Warren. Yeah, it's my right. I don't really care about Facebook though, but. Fair. Because it's mostly just, it's just the same thing on Twitter. So it just annoys people. My Facebook is like an anti-joke. It's to make <laughs> people hate me. Because they're like, why is this guy putting this on Facebook? I was like, because the fucking, the intent of the website has been destroyed. Because now it's like, <laughs> beheaded photos. Dude, like, your comments on our podcast so far make way more sense now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the way you have to do podcasts. Like, you just have to say fuck, like, like you can strike, you have a, you have a structure, you just got blown apart. That's all yeah. I can do. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You gotta go ahead and hit them with the Miley Cyrus shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with the Miley Cyrus. Yeah, preach, Phil. Preach, Phil. Walk around with a holy shirt. Preach, Phil. <laughs> Fit into your fucking chin. Amen, Phil. <laughs> Glory. Glory, hallelujah, Phil. <laughs> Dude, I just thought, though, what if Phil was a preacher? That'd be the most crazy Oh, Phil, sermon. if he'd be the... He'd start right at 11. He'd be the best. Yeah. Should have brought something. I'm getting super cotton mouthy. So yeah, yeah. Well, I guess something like I think we're. Oh yeah, click through my Twitter link because Twitter guess what? Oh never mind. I'm all fucking like right under my name and a little link. You click through it, you get on the Jack Three site. Yeah. You go buy something. Helps out me because I get like an account credit. I get like five bucks if you sign up. You don't even have to nice. buy shit. You just sign up, click the link. And, oh yeah, you're a member now. You get like email updates. About sales for pants. They got the sale right now. Thirty dollars joggers. I'm gonna give you some. They're like you gonna give me some. Yeah. Twenty dollars off. Bam. Got got strike on that deal, bro. Yeah, strike on that deal. Twenty dollars joggers. Uh, also, they got you, black cuffs on. Nice. You have a uh, you have a podcast too, right? Yeah. 
You want to plug the name of yeah, it? Where people can find it? The Galaxy. It kind of sucks. I think I'm gonna change the name eventually. <laughs> okay. No, too, but I figured that's too many letters. I couldn't do GGGP because the key to Twitter is having as less name or like letters after your at symbol to go for you because there's less shit people have to type in. You can type in more joke space, like for characters. That's why I say you feel bad about people who like wrote comedy something something in their last name because they're just killing their amount of space they have for shit to people to like fuck with them and talk back and do shit. Yeah. But now you get the quote tweet, for instance, so that doesn't really matter anymore. But, I don't know. It's brain knitting, I don't really care about. I do, like, anti-brain I do some shit that nobody's going to care about and just let it go on its own. Because, like, people in Japan listen to my stuff, which is weird. That's cool, yeah. We've, hey, shout out to the people that uh, have been logging in. We've, we've seen people. Uh, people in Mexico, mm-hmm. in Canada, some people around the UK, a couple people in Australia listening. Shouts out to anybody in Ashley. Checking that map. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. And, uh, all right, yeah, that's how we'll... What are y'all going to plug? Oh, yeah, we got to yeah, plug our stuff. Segura in September, you yeah, that. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, I got Boy Town comedy. Will, that would have happened. If I talk about Tom Segura now. And by the time you put this out, you guys like, have it in advance for that. Like, or you're going to wait till then to put it out. Uh, you know what I was thinking? We can put this on the podcast. I want to do a podcast with just you right after that show and you talk about it. The whole Ooh. experience. What it was like. That was a good one. During the show. Yeah, I do like one of those things. Mm. He does comedian like he does like he's on like Zoom like setup in yeah. a hotel room he like talk shit smoke weed that'd be cool if Tom Segura sat down for maybe thirty minutes with us because it would get so much traffic flow I would I'll end comedy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's kind of all I ever wanted I mean let's not talk because now oh, I know now this is thought about turning to God damn it <laughs> every time I get happy I think he just walks into my brain and it's like you fucking idiot you have to you gotta let someone yeah but through. I mean you, gotta, no, you can't be like rose colored glasses and snow globe that's true candy yeah light. you're right yeah. Tom's gonna probably won't do that, but if he did that, that'd be cool. It would be cool. Uh, It'd be cool. It would be cool. Yeah, let's do this podcast. Just so that hang on. We're gonna meet him. We're gonna talk to him. Yeah, I'm gonna shake his hand. I'm gonna shake his hand. Yeah, opportunity. Everything. Hey, yeah. All these experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like you have an opportunity now to listen to this. Like why instead of listening to this music, walk around the house, listen to like the old podcast episodes from your mom's house or something. Dude, that I fucking love that podcast. The old episodes of Joe Rogan, like like episode five, like back five years ago, was all disgusting. He's talking about when he started comedy and Joe Rogan picked him up and started bringing him on the road with him mm. and opening it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, how, cause that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't really have that in the North Carolina economy scene. Yeah. We don't have like a, a headliner that's like actually like really, really respected and like big that would take a person. We have one, but he only like likes like a certain type of comedy because that's the people he brings with him. And they're usually the same guys. And they're going to get to a certain level and they're like, oh yeah, just his buddies. Because they're all on that level. But we don't have like a dude who's like really doing shit and like really respecting do you want to help out uh, newer comedians or like you know so that's why we always be like a C-level place for what so, so do you do you want to help out like if you got to a headline spot do you want to would you be the guy to help out yeah so I'm saying bring guys like along starting shit okay. if I ever get to that point and that's the key to like figure out how to way to get there like you gotta listen that's how I listen to their podcast figure out how they got to their point of yeah. being to like their financial level so, yeah, you try to replicate that with your own opportunities and the search of stuff and always doing what you want to do. Always hustling. And still looking for other weird ways to make are, it. Are you doing any... Um, also, are you doing any comedy tournaments besides the nah, UCC? Nah, tournaments. That's like a waste. You're not doing it? You're not doing the UCC? No, nah, they're a waste. They're a person waste time. They're all person bringer shows. Well, it makes me feel time. a little bit better, though. 
Yeah, there's gotta TV worry about Phil bringing that hot fire out of nowhere. I'm yeah, Phil will bring the hot fire. TV bro. shows only. Well, the thing is, you said the thing is, you said last year you said you went too safe, and that was you said that was your mistake. Yeah, because I was just starting out, and I was only like maybe three months in or whenever the UCC started. Well, I'm saying like if you if you do it again and just say like right now, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna tell my jokes. Yeah, I'm gonna get Ew. super high and go over there. Yeah. Like I, always, <laughs> like I always, that's why I hate. Like Deb, she said, um, "If you're high, I won't let you on stage." I said, "But you get drunk on stage all the time." I was like, "That's why I like people who go along with shit. They only accept like the acceptable way to get fucked up in public. That's why like everybody's like got problems with alcohol and shit. Because it first make you OCD and you're super obsessed with going along with what status quo says is acceptable to get fucked up with. That's what I say. Like people get like." And then they have these weird, like, cognitive dissonance about other drugs. They're like, oh, you're a weed person. That's illegal. That's not an acceptable way to get high, so I don't like you. So, like, it's weird, childish bullshit that yeah. annoys me. That's why I don't like clubs like DSI that, um, like, censor the open mics. Yeah. Uh, certain places. Like, you can try to do it. I could, I could go there and do, my, like, microwave jokes and, like, clean shit. And it works all the time. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore because I don't like it. Yeah. It's too easy. And it makes me mad because I was like, I can... Do a lot more challenging stuff, you know, anger the management for no reason. It's because they're retarded ideas. It's about being controlled by like internet be. memes of yeah. Twitter. But I was saying that's their decision, so I was like, I don't have to go there. So that's cool. Cause they barely have anybody there when they go. Cause after their improv show leaves, the stand or they leave, the whole crowd just gets up and goes. Like stand up crowd, they have like four people all the way in the back, yeah. and like three brave, just random white people, <laughs> like maybe an Indian lady or something. Yeah. Black girl with some box braids, looking like some poetic justice in the front row. Like some poetic justice. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, look, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. This has been an awesome podcast, yeah. episode Phil, fourteen. You're the truth, man, we love you. Yeah, yeah. We love um, you a lot. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. It's been a we are the open This actually was fun. I was dreading the whole thing. I was like, oh, it's gonna be just like everybody <laughs> else's. Probably not. Nah, uh, man, we told you we kind of went ham with us. We don't. We yeah. not. We're not gonna censor you or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it cool. Thanks. Yeah. Hey guys, you just listened to the Open Micers podcast. I'm Micah Hanna. I'm JD Etheridge. And if you need to find us on any type of social media, it's the Open Micers on Facebook and at the Open Micers on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Well, that was the podcast. You're probably going to be even more confused about me because I'm pretty much like water, man. I just keep flowing. I don't like committing to anything and except for myself. I don't believe in anything except for me and the things I've experienced. Sometimes I don't even believe things I experienced. So 
it's all art. Like the, to me, life is art. Like you should be a constant work in progress, never finished. Don't be orthodox. Because people who break the rules are the ones who bring on the new genres and I guess movements or eras. Like chiaroscuro, fucking baroque, impressionist, all that shit, expressionism, all that shit had to change. Like those levels, people kept mixing, building on what was before. Just to blow everything else out the water that's currently around. People always told me I was ahead of my time, which used to be like a confusing ass compliment or insult, maybe. Because, so, you know, they say, bless your heart. I think he's ahead of his time or in his own world. Used to be like code for my teachers calling me autistic, but I like, bruh, I'm just a fucking super fucking anti hero. This is repping the fucking comedy flag of not giving a fuck, taking it as it comes, don't ask for anything. Because, uh, yeah, nobody can take away anything that you didn't ask for. So that's why I never let anybody feel like they have any power over me. Because at the end of the day, they don't. So if I would have played the game the way you're supposed to in comedy by doing shit, keeping your fucking opinions quiet I probably would have been just like everybody else about to move out of this state but in the end I know what I'm doing is working and the only person I care about showing work to is myself because if you show everybody your plans they're going to figure out ways to try to stop those so I keep it elusive keep it real yeah and I'm out